0: listening to the one room with a view show with Christopher Preston and Dan Orton Welcome to the One Room with a View show with me, Christopher Preston, and joining me as always is an oasis of calm in this tsunami of chaos is Mr. Daniel Orton.
1: Thank you very much. It's a very nice introduction. I think I I am an oasis of calm.
0: Talking of uh, tsunamis of chaos, however, what's coming up on today's show? Oh, it's an excellent question. So, um, excitingly... And I always like this.
1: I mean, we don't have we don't do this very often, but we have a guest with us today.
0: This is to kind of celebrate International Women's Day to a certain extent, isn't it? Because of the subject matter that we're going to be yes, discussing. Yes, yeah well. So,
1: our some film old, some film new. This month is uh, Wonder Woman from 2017, directed by Patty Jenkins and starring Gal Gadot as uh, the eponymous Wonder Woman. And then uh, this year's, as of I think, as of time of recording, released just yesterday, this weekend. This yep. weekend, uh, Marvel's latest Captain Marvel. But their first um, female-centric superhero. Their first female-centric uh, superhero, film. played by Brie Larson, directed, um, again, by the first the first time there's ever been a woman that's helmed a, a Marvel film. Of course. Um, uh, Anna, Anna Bowden and her husband, Ryan Fleck. Because Patty uh,
0: Jenkins should have been Should have been first. For the Dark Should have a good art, uh, yeah. Well, it's well. funny how
1: the history plays out, but there yeah. you go. Um, and our good friend, friend, our friend, and um, friend of the, of the show, and one of the One Room of a view. Websites, uh, staff members, yeah. Star staff members. Star staff members, uh, you're
0: absolutely right, of course, yeah. uh, Just narrowly behind us, I think. I think so,
1: yeah. Uh, Is the wonderful and inimitable Tori Brazier. So I'm very much looking forward to welcoming her to the Studio, <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah, it's
0: a little bit. Just everything is tinged with fraud in this show, isn't it? You're absolutely right. I think that's a Springsteen quotation. It works so well for us, doesn't it? What else is going up though? We, um, we we've got, we're doing with so, Tory, and then and then so we're gonna, then it becomes the all boys club that it always was. And then they're kicking Tory
1: out because I wouldn't want to subject her to the entire podcast. True enough, it's a uh, kindness, isn't it? It's a kindness. <laughs> um, You've got some film new reloaded for us. I have. I um, which I'm very much looking forward to hearing about. Yeah, that's a hook down. Well done. Mm. Uh, and then because it's March and because we're kind of winding down on the awards and the prestige films, we're going to be just doing a quick look back at what is quite a uh, one of the more interesting and unpredictable award seasons of, of as long as i can remember yeah
0: i think what we wanted to do was um to get two white men discussing the uh, consequences of uh, a series of white men's um uh, choices yeah it was the it's the right thing to do shall we crack on that's
1: Yes, thank you, Christopher. Uh, some film old, some film new. This month, as I said at the top of the show, is Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel. And we have a special guest with
0: us. Yeah, we've got uh, our own Captain Marvel slash Wonder Woman. Uh, she's not been on the show for, what did we say, about six years? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she comes no, around like no, hey, reg- it was, a regular guest.
2: five, five, maybe four or five. Yeah. She comes
0: around like a general election. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well <laughs>
2: thank you
0: don't speak too soon I think you're running on you actually <laughs> well, Guys, well, I believe well, in Tori Brazier. Yeah, thank you yes it's Tori it's Tori Tori is here
1: Tori from the blog um, is it a blog mm-hmm. is it blog I've never it?
2: I've never thought of it as a blog
0: yeah what, what do, do you it call is? it a manifesto. Okay. <laughs> an old friend of the show. So Yeah, an yeah. old friend of the show. Uh, and an old
1: friend, mm-hmm. um, more more generally speaking, um, who is here to, to chat about
0: Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman and in general just... Um, Embody Brie Larson's philosophy of it shouldn't just be white men discussing this film. Rightly so, as well. So uh, we should probably start with plots, I think. Yes. Tori, what's Wonder Woman about?
2: Okay, thanks for giving me that one. Because I okay, at so Captain Marvel, I do have a couple of questions. Sure. So, um, I pay attention. But, you know, I will preface all of this by saying I, I consider myself the, the every, every woman. Sure. So Is that I... your superhero name? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> no, so um, I have not read any comics. I have limited knowledge of the canon mm. and how various heroes fit into things. To what
0: extent do you hate nerds?
2: I don't hate nerds. I, I hate just, good. you know, there are there are, There's only so much time in the day for different nerd nerds.
0: I became Bashir for a moment there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, so
2: yeah. Sorry, sorry
0: uh, about just Let me go back to review bombing this film. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but Wonder Woman, I do know is DC, sure. not Marvel. Correct. Tick to me. Yep, Thank well you done. very much. Um, and it uh, tells the story of, well, Diana of Themisera, Themyscira. Hang on. Depending on how past you want to be, yeah, or Diana Prince, um, who is an Amazon and she lives in said island. I will not try and pronounce again because I forgot to look it up before I came. She lives in Ibiza. (laughs) She lives there, uh, and it's um, in a mythical isle. All all women, and um, they're well happy happy training <laughs> they're happy they're happy okay? it's
0: 2019
2: god's sake they're happy and then yeah um,
0: and then a man turns and up and then a man
2: turns up and it's World War One, which actually is one of the things I really liked about the film I like that it was, uh, World, yeah, it was time,
0: it, World War One setting. It was World War Wonder Woman does those that same as advert from a few years no, ago.
2: Don't mean that those were the good. I just for a
0: the good. <laughs> do you know what we? Let, this was supposed to be like a diversity thing. <laughs> we've let her open her mouth, and what's happened? We've, got, we've literally gone back to World War One. That
2: is not what I said. Okay. Um, it's an interesting setting for a film, and specifically a superhero film. Most of them are set modern day or yeah. in the last like twenty years. Well, I was going
0: to say a cynic might say that this is DC's crack at doing Captain America. Is that yeah. fair? Well, yeah, yeah. I think that, that, yeah, That's a cynical, a cynical. It's a cynical yeah. approach, but there, are, I think there is there's a lot of comparison. Dan, what was Captain Marvel about? Captain Marvel uh, we are going to spoil this movie in fact we will spoil both movies yeah, but yeah. damn obviously So
1: Captain Marvel's it. another period piece um but not as far back uh, mm. this is this is the equally mid- deranged <laughs> equally mad this is a um this is a another film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe the yeah. 20 the 21st film something on that um, you know they really, really... I've not been counting mm. <laughs> um I think it's the 21st film oh, yeah um
0: and so, and because of the timeline it might be the um, 20th I can't remember I'm just trying to think I think I can't remember yeah it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's, 20th yeah. First. it's the one before um, Endgame I think is going to be the important yes yeah. so I think a lot of people are excited about it because
1: of that so Captain Marvel we meet uh, a character called initially at the beginning of the film Viers, played by Brie Larson and she is a member of the Kree an alien race of hero warrior aliens mm. um, whose job it is to protect various planets from the scourge of the scroll um a, another race of aliens who are shapeshifters and can turn into anyone and anything providing uh, they've seen the fact they've seen it uh right down to their dna so it's almost impossible to prove who's a scroll and who is not yeah um people who've seen the trailer will see that scene with the old lady on the on the subway train that's uh, the, the hilarity ensues but it's set uh, in the
0: 90s. That's it's set it in the 90s. Really so Mission Goes Wrong. 95, yeah. A mission
1: Goes Wrong and Viers ends up in uh, 1995 Earth uh, in, uh, I think it's, is it Los Angeles, I think?
0: I uh, don't know. It's, I think no. it's initially Los Angeles but the most of it's set in Louisiana after that. <coughs> yeah, Yeah. And she meets Nick Fury played by Samuel L. Jackson
1: and basically it's played the, by Jackie Brown uh, <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson though isn't he he's gone through the D.A. yeah D.A. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson which it's has done really well seamless um, and it's the story of how she becomes Captain Marvel she goes yeah. from being Veers to an she's story. actually Carol Danvers and then she becomes Captain Marvel or should
2: yeah. we um, say Captain
0: Marvel? Well, Marvel Marvel <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get into this debate to be honest with you, but yeah, they're both.
2: I'm just remembering the end. Of
0: the they're film. both prequel origin stories, though, aren't they? You know, like um, Captain Marvel was teased at the end of Infinity War. Yeah. Wonder Woman was teased throughout Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. They, there's quite a lot. And they're both period pieces, you know, to varying degrees. So there's actually quite a lot. And of course, they are both female centric superhero films. Yes. Um, Wonder Woman was the first one in the DCEU and mm-hmm. perhaps might well be the first oh. one I can think of. Of this this ilk, yeah. you know, in universe, and Captain Marvel um, follows. You know, a couple of years later. Yes. So Captain Marvel is the first female-led. Um, Which is mad to think. Marvel like you know, we can't film. think if it's like the twentieth, twenty-first, something like that, and we haven't had a female-centric one. That seems like an odd thing to say.
1: Yeah. 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 But, um, but it's about time. Not before time, I suppose. Yeah. We've uh, finally got round to doing it. And
0: well, the first question that I want to ask is probably a controversial one: is that <clears throat> it, it, what you know is that important? I think to play devil's advocate here, like it's um, Captain Marvel particularly has used the uh, it's, its marketing platform so specifically to talk about the gender inequality and that this is female centric. Obviously, the tagline is "Hit Her." and then mm-hmm. Hero. And
2: man. technically International Women's Day release. Of as course, well.
0: yeah. yeah. Was absolutely. that in America
2: too, or was that just over here? Well, it
0: is international, so one would assume yeah. that... Yeah, because yeah. normally well. America
2: gets it earlier, but... I, I think it was
0: yeah. worldwide. A yeah. cynical mm. marketing ploy, if you ask But, like, is yeah. it needed? You know, Tori, what do you think?
2: Sorry, I'll speak for my gender, shall yeah.
0: I? Yeah. Um, well, well, that's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Only for that. I have no valid opinion <laughs> otherwise. Thank you very much. I... Oh, thinking more actually about when I went to see Wonder Woman, just because obviously that was the first the first female um, female led superhero sure. movie. Um, I would have said before I I wasn't particularly fussed by the fact that there hadn't been a female led superhero movie. However, then when I was sitting in the cinema watching Wonder Woman and it started and I kind of got into it, I was actually thinking this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. This hasn't happened before. It was weird. Is anyone else watching it? I thought. Actually, yeah, I can't believe this has taken so long to happen. But at the same time, there are so few female superheroes. If you're, if you're going to be um, making a film from a comic book, there are so few yeah, anyway. Yeah, relatively speaking, you're and right, obviously yeah. with the whole going to excuse me to Marvel more, they had they had to do or wanted to do all of the Avengers stuff first and all of the the bigger heroes. Because in fact, I hadn't really heard of Captain Marvel. I, I will admit, I knew absolutely knew Wonder Woman. Didn't really know Captain Marvel. Mm.
0: Yeah, Wonder Woman is a far more iconic yeah. superhero, I suppose, in, yeah. in terms of yeah. like just popular culture uh, penetration. I suppose you know Captain Marvel. I didn't. I I've never heard of her before the um, MCU stuff. Yeah. I yeah. It was the when they that.
2: announced that Brie Larson was going to play Captain Marvel, that's when I learned about Captain Marvel. Yeah,
0: and I was excited because Brie Larson has been an actress that. We've spoken about for a while as well. Mm. I remember the first movie I, I can remember Brie Larson being like astounded by her talent was Short Term 12, yeah, um, that came out a few years ago. Was it Short Term 12? It you was, not yeah. yeah. And um, I remember just absolutely loving that film. And if you look back at that film, there's so many incredible talents that are now taking over the world. You, obviously, a huge champion of the film Room, she won Love Best Room. Actress yeah. with. Yeah. Um, Gal Gadot, I didn't really know anything about. I think she was in one of the Fast and Furious films, wasn't she? She
2: was. Yeah. I think that was her. Hollywood breakthrough. But obviously, it kind of I think worked her, to her advantage. She hadn't really done much before Wonder Woman because it meant she can kind of embody the the whole the character of Wonder Woman. And mm. also, I think they very much bigged up. Not that I'm taking anything away from the fact, but she's obviously served with the Israeli. Defense forces. Yeah. So well, that she's pretty was one pretty of the, But that
0: was one of the big conversations <laughs> because they were like, "Well, she's not a page three model and stuff like that, wasn't she?" Like when they when they first announced her, really, yeah, it was with regards to Batman v Superman, the, and people the the were talking these. about she wasn't curvaceous, she's not this, she's really. Not that. Oh, I missed yeah. this.
2: As a woman, I missed this. Yeah.
0: But as <laughs> well, a man, I did not. Is... <laughs> oh, um, but no, it's she... amazing what these sort of man children people on the internet will well, find huh, wrong yeah, with the. Yeah. With something and like. I suppose that kind of leads us to Captain Marvel, isn't it? Like at time of recording, we are recording just. I think it came out on Thursday. Evening, didn't it? Is that well, right?
2: technically Friday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: like it came out like this weekend. This is yeah. the weekend of release, um and already the big conversations are is that Rotten Tomatoes has yeah. received the review bombings, and yeah. now there's I think an 81% critical score compared to a 34% audience score. Yeah.
2: Although I think they've suspended quite a few of them because I was reading an article on the way here and it said something about they'd received like uh Fifty something thousand audience reviews, and then wow. when I checked it, it was twenty one thousand. And I think they said they'd actually suspended. That's right, because them.
0: they said that that's it's been out for like twenty four hours, yeah. and um, How to Train Your Dragon three yeah. had been out for like months. Well, I think
2: they said that the number they had in the twenty four hours, first twenty four hours of Captain Marvel, was more than they ever received for either the first or second Avengers movie. Still,
0: I don't understand. So this, this is like what I don't understand. Generally, not. I mean, obviously, this is kind of this weird. Uh, gender debate that's going on and and I think Brie Larson, some of her comments were taken out of context and so therefore people are now like, oh well I'm a man and so therefore this film isn't for me etc. But there's something so strange about these superhero films where they become so tribal You know, like, you can't enjoy Batman if you are a Captain America fan. You can't enjoy um, Captain Marvel if you're a man. It it, it brings up the worst in people. I
2: think, yeah, I think you're right about Brie Larson's comments being taken out of context. I mean, I was joking being like, she technically said that she wasn't interested in what any white man thought about Captain Marvel. (laughs) Who
0: is? (laughs) Not what white men do.
2: (laughs) I think that was in the broader context of when you look at the professional film critic world, it is so overwhelmingly a male and then in that subset white. Mm. So I get what she means. She's like actually this is a film that doesn't necessarily pander or cater yeah, 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 to yeah, yeah. that normal demographic that is people would argue is served by every other superhero film but at the same time it is a bit stupid to think that that's technically them being like almost if you wanted to take it the whole way which doesn't work would be that I wouldn't enjoy any other superhero film because it's a a main character.
0: I I, I think diversity is so important anyway like Mm. generally speaking and yes it is important that if you are a person of colour if you're a woman if you're transgender whatever that you see representation on screen. I I'm kind of slightly perturbed and irked by this comment that like you can't enjoy things unless you are xyz yeah. I, I, I know this is a really kind of facetious example but I remember like with the Harry Potter books mm. Hermione was always one of my favourite characters she was the one that I identified with because she was the nerdy kind yeah. of she, yeah. you see what I'm saying I think that it's kind of reductive to turn around and say well you can't see character traits that you enjoy or admire or align yourself with because you're not that gender or yeah. that you can't have an opinion because blah yeah
2: I mean I, I I mean I will say I was called Hermione at school best
0: yeah, day okay, ever sure, yeah. but like I, I, so <laughs> was I <laughs> <laughs> but, no, best but, day ever too <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, uh, I was say, but I when I was reading the Harry Potter books, I always was, you know, Parry's the main character, yeah. so you, you, you do empathise with him, think about his mindset, follow along with that. So, mm. yeah, I never felt like, oh, I can't do that to some mm. girl. So, yeah, it, it doesn't work it's to relative, and, and say, and say only a certain group of people should enjoy this. I think the important thing to say is that kind of almost advertise the film to the groups of people who wouldn't necessarily go and see it. Yeah. That is the really
0: important thing. And the truth of the matter is, I mean, Dan, to bring you into this as well, yeah, we've yeah. spoken about these Marvel films for, for, I mean, God knows how many Marvel films we've spoken about over many years. many years. But like, we were always going to turn up, weren't we? So like, yeah. We, yeah. What do you? What I, you do I with honestly don't understand the people who who have
1: a problem with with this the, the idea that it's a woman, so we can't go. To, or or that yeah. the, the, they're interpreting Brie Larson's comments about you know wanting to open this up to. Speaking to uh, more diverse journalists as being some kind of attack on men. Yeah, th- th- this is a this is a this goes beyond movies though. This is a, a like this a, is a huge society
2: of the internet essentially. But it's also yeah. kind of like do we st-
0: this idea that because do we still see gender in that way? Like yeah. I, when Captain Marvel came out, I didn't think I maybe it's that's a woman, but I didn't think that. I didn't think like oh f- you know. Neither did I think oh finally there's a woman leading it, but nor did I go like oh bloody women. Yeah, you had 1928. What more do you want? But
2: I, apparently thousands of uh, and I would say. Men, but actually, I do wonder that review bombing. I wouldn't necessarily say it was all men, mm. you never know
0: why. Yeah, where people... were you last night? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, when... <laughs> I am pointing my Sorry finger listen, at you. If you
1: could see the face that Tory just pulled a good lord, it, it looks good, kill, uh, and rightly so. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. um,
2: but, but, you, but you know what I mean? It's weird. You would assume, oh, well, that just must be like some weird, horrible, murky yeah. depths of the internet. Mm. They're all men, they probably aren't. But But I don't understand people who literally they just wake up and go. No, I'm going to do today. I'm going to go and run tomatoes. For many
1: people, for many, for too many people, it seems today, everything from from movies to TV shows to politics Mm. to 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 gender, it's a zero sum game for some reason. Yeah, everyone just just like oh, no,
0: building up women is somehow at the expense of bringing down men, and it's Uh. not. It's just um, such a shame, isn't it? Because these movies are supposed to be, like, it's night, for me, and, and maybe I'm speaking kind of very personally here, but like, seeing nerd culture or geek culture, whatever you want to say, uh, become, go, go to its zenith, mm. you know, comic book movies, like, if you like comic books when I was growing up, you were, you were, like, on the periphery of society, yeah. it certainly wasn't mainstream, right. you yeah. think now, that now you'd think, well, do you know what, if, if you've come from that point of di- being disenfranchised, wouldn't you be come one, come all, live and let live? The fact that it seems more toxic than ever, and this transcends the Captain Marvel debate, you know, like um, Star Wars, it's kind of almost become that you can't even enjoy those things anymore because they're so full of poison, mm. you know, it's a shame.
2: Yeah, so just very briefly, because I don't want to take us massively off topic, but again... <laughs> We will actually talk
0: about these films. I like,
2: I like Star Wars, but I, I wouldn't consider myself a diehard fan. I don't, I don't know all the backstories. I don't know. I can't remember. That's because you're a play. woman.
1: Oh my god.
2: We'll deal with this later. Sure. But um, for, for Not example, now. <laughs> don't want to hear what I will say to you. Sure. Um, but Han Solo, the Han Solo film, right? I went and enjoyed that. I'm, you know, I agree that you know maybe didn't need to know that backstory and yeah. it wasn't Harrison Ford, but like I went and ob- objectively as a film it was fine i quite enjoyed it but people were determined to hate it yeah or like no you can't like that and then the whole thing about like people having opinions and not allowing others to hold the opposing view yeah like they, they they take that as a personal insult that so, you disagree and like, strange... that's, people need to get over that but it's
0: a strange quirk in criticism because surely film criticism is all about discourse and debate it yeah but then you meet, that...
2: there are a few and hopefully not many you know most professional critics should be able to have people disagree with them, and also always. I mean, I try to put in my reviews that like it's my point of view. Mm. If I say I think this, I'm not saying it mm-hmm. is this. I'm it's saying I thought it. Nice. I yeah, felt well, this.
1: criticism is is uh, ultimately. Yeah, fundamentally so subjective. I am totally
2: open to the fact that I think that Captain Marvel will have quite a, ro- a wide range of reviews mm. from both critics and audience. Mm. Because some people will just have really enjoyed it. It's a good, fun film. Not the most technically perfect ever, but really, really loved it. And others will have gone along and been like, Meh. Mm. Bit mm. subpar. Well, that takes uh, us quite nicely to yeah. our
0: opinions, I think, mm. then. So, like, what did we think of Captain Marvel? I, I enjoyed Captain Marvel.
1: Um... It certainly wasn't my favourite of the Marvel films. I know we've now got like 21 to pick from,
0: apparently. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> we've now got 21, 20 something. Uh, <laughs> we've it. got
1: we've got around 20ish Marvel films yeah. now to, to 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 enjoy and to mm. have watched, and uh, this wasn't my most favourite of them, mm. um, but I, I I liked it. There was it it takes. So my biggest problem with Captain Marvel is I feel it takes a little while to really. Get together and yeah. and take off. There's a lot of. It, it takes too long to to get going. If that makes sense, that it was why, that was my that. feeling. There's a lot of kind of uh, a lot of
0: preamble, and I don't. The well, pacing so to seemed a bit off. Stick with
2: it as well to get the story.
0: Just, just a it. reminder: we are going to spoil this movie.
2: Yeah, so it's about to come now. <laughs> yeah. but so you know to to, to work out. Because obviously she doesn't know herself what her, her history is. She can't remember. Yeah. So you've got to stick with that. So if you're in a very lazy mood or you just don't give a shit, um, it will A little column
0: you. A, a little column B. Yeah, yeah it,
2: it, it will annoy you. Hmm. Um, I didn't mind it. But actually I would say my criticism was maybe I actually thought the plot wasn't the strongest. I still enjoyed the film. I liked her as a character, although yeah. I do have some issue with actually her being a little bit bland. I
0: I disliked this movie. But, I'm going to say that now. <laughs> I I, dislo- I think this is really uh, lesser Marvel. I would put this in the same category as, as Thor: th- The Dark World I, I and something like but that. I
2: love I think, I love Thor: The Dark okay. World. So for me, Thor: The Dark World and this are similar. But if, if we
0: take that as a point of like relative kind of people thinking that they are like poorer Marvel films, mm. I I thought that the Out first outrageous. act of this movie was basically unwatchable. Uh, I di- actively disliked everything. And I think that a lot of criticism is going to be levelled at Brie Larson wrongly. I think that the ca- the character was poorly written.
2: Mm. I, you know, oh yeah, that's what I am going to say. It when I said was a bit of... bland, it's not, that it's not for want of her trying, mm. but I feel like...
0: But there's no set personality, there's there's a little bit of Alien, a little bit of Warrior Princess, a little mm. bit of Terminator, but then imbued with the the off-the-peg Marvel sense of humour, that snark mm. that we've come to know.
2: I don't think it, it worked it very work. well with um, the whole I can't forgive me I can't remember what they the Star Force team is that what they were something like that yeah, the, with, yeah. with Jude Green Law Star Force, it yeah. was uh, their relationship was obviously at the end
1: mm-hmm.
2: Transpires is very different but it, it didn't really work when he was like, he made some comment about like no I used to find you funny but and I was like mm, the, the problem with
1: Jude Law of course is that it's always
0: Jude Law <laughs> F- franchise um, etar Jude Law wasn't and
2: he an interesting like, I didn't know he was in the film and he pops up has a pretty big part and forgive me Jude
0: I know that you listen every month,
2: <laughs> but um, it's a great career. Whether it's a good part or not, it's a great career move on his part because he's not been in anything major for a good while. And whether Wait, or not you he, think this... he's now
0: Dumbledore, yeah, what more do you want? Jam, he's it? in all sorts of franchises. But we're,
2: we're talking about quality here. Oh, okay. Miami, yeah.
0: but, you can um, come back. <laughs> <laughs> You're injecting the kind of toxic masculinity this <laughs> show needed.
2: But what I mean is that um you know, he he had his moments very much so in the early 2000s and Mm. then kind of was quiet yeah. slash. If you want to be generous, doing theatre, yeah. and he's kind of come back around. So I'm being really savage. He's in a far better place yeah. than I am.
0: That's like that's like an actor's version of going off to a farm, isn't it? <laughs> you know, you're going off to theatre, Jude.
2: No, no, it's just, that's not where the money is. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, not that he would probably want for it anyway. But no, yes, sorry, I did actually forget about you're, you're We're
1: going business. off on something. Yeah, there. sorry, but
2: anyway, coming but back. He, yes, I agree with you. I, was I just very much was, like, he's this is Jude Law. And Jude, Jude Law is
1: just. I just there was no. There's no
0: character there. He's just Jude Law. Yeah. But it, also, so. yeah,
2: the the, the eyes, It's I that thing that
0: Marvel does though which is get really kind of famous actors like Annette Bening was in this movie yeah. not that you'd really know no. she both plays a kind of nothingy supporting role Although, Jude you know Law plays a, good, a nothingy supporting being a good role.
2: actress i feel she did a better job than Yeah Jude true Law.
0: true Annette Bening's going to elevate anything but it was a yeah. nothingy role and then you've got Callbacks to um, like Lee Pace came back as as Raylan.
2: and I was so proud of myself for remembering that a that character. I was like, I think I've seen him before, and I swear <laughs> it's Lee Pace. And then every time he came on, Guardian, I was trying Spider-Man. to like look beyond the blue and be like, is it Lee Pace?
0: I think this movie does well out of the fact that they play it as a nostalgia piece and you're like oh there's yes. this is the 90s yeah. as exactly as I remember I read some two way pages I read recently that, that they, they tried to shoot all well, the action scenes like 90s action movies well, it, well, my um, friend um, last night yeah. turned around and went doesn't this remind you of something like Farscape and I was like yeah but for the also, wrong reasons
2: the the um <laughs>
0: It did. Your it, mouth. it did. It did. Yeah. It made me think of like things like space precinct and stuff like that. Do you remember those kind of crappy? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it yeah it just no. reminded me of that. But I think I
2: am. I am somebody who likes nostalgia. I am happy to be manipulated by that. That's mm. one of the reasons. Um, I really liked. Um, God, the third fourth film. What was that one? Oh, Ragnarok. 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 Yeah, yeah that was that hard, hardcore nostalgia. And I knew what it was. I knew that they kind of slap it on a bit to hide over other cracks. Yeah. I mean, but i like let's, it because the soundtrack mm. as well let's
1: address the elephant in the room which is that these films are really just being they're filler before we get yes. to the main course they of are. avengers endgame
0: uh, uh, everyone you know, the best part of this film was it was all the easter eggs i know, remember right? you saying to me once that the best thing about the um, the winning formula for marvel films is when they take the superhero genre and they remix it with something else yes thought, it's yeah. like um, we were talking the, the uh, context for that was we were talking about the winter soldier we're talking how that's kind of like a 70s 80s mm. spy thriller yeah but it's then imbued with the fact he's Captain America this film didn't have anything except like oh by the way this is like Man of Steel but set in the 90s I thought this was Marvel's Man of Steel just untold destruction towards the end her having these kind of nondescript generic superpowers a flashy jingoistic suit that she flew around and saved the day there was no climax of this movie the villain was a bit of a bait and switch and then didn't work I, I I just thought it was I just was so bored throughout. And do you know what I was waiting for? And this is what always happens in these lesser Marvel films, and you can always tell their quality. I was waiting for the post-credit stinger. That's all I was waiting for. It's yeah. like right, get through this third act, let's but find the, out what happens. An element,
1: and I feel really. I wonder if this is, is, is this is a uh, it's a victim of where it's been placed in terms of the release timeline. Mm. Is that we we know because we've seen uh, Infinity War that he has the pager and it's like oh that's that's Captain Marvel's sure. insignia, and then you know. So we're just watching this to be like... We need to find out how he gets that page how up. How is this going to... How does this tie up? Like, it's literally just... It's it's, it's, uh, it's Captain Marvel, the, the, the you know... The prequel. Tying up yeah. loose plot lines. Mm.
2: You guys and have not come here to play today. No.
1: That's <laughs> what, I mean, uh, but you're right. I agree with you about it being one. I would certainly rate it in that pile of Thor, the Dark World, Ant-Man. Those sort the of Marvel films pile. that people the kind of... The great pile. Not the great, it Ant-Man. the the great like, you've Ant-Man's those.
0: good. I like Ant-Man. It's I still... liked Ant-Man more than this.
1: Um, I
0: haven't
1: seen Ant-Man in Venice. So... So... I saw it with my girlfriend last night and she's, oh, she did? she had a very good... Sorry. Uh, <laughs> had to get that she, one in, didn't they? <laughs> she had... Well, I was going to... I asked if I could steal this analogy but she said I could as long as I told everyone that she'd come up okay, with Okay, fair Otherwise, enough. Otherwise, I would just... Early days. Otherwise, I'd just take it as my own. Yeah. But she said it's like... It's like going into a Nando's. You know what you're going to get you know you're mm. going to get some chicken, and the the music in the background is going to be a bit bad. The service isn't amazing, but you're, so you're going to enjoy yourself. What kind of You're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to enjoy yourself because it's a Nando's, and everyone yeah. loves Nando's. Yeah, but you a also good know there's a perfectly good Nando's a little bit further down the road, which does exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's what Marvel films are. They're all. And Nando's. sometimes the
0: chicken is a bit better <laughs> in that Nando's than, yeah. than this one. But, yeah, but they're yes, all ultimately
1: the same. So all Marvel
0: films are branches of Nando's essentially. And and that's the thing is that the only they're
2: all in the same universe.
0: I'm kind of the only thing I'm really looking forward now to is Endgame and I feel like that pretty much, that title is somewhat ironic in that I feel like my time with these films, or at least the excitement levels, will end with that movie. Do they
2: have plans for after that? Well,
0: Spider-Man's coming out um, in the July, see, aren't they? It seems, there are plans. Again, so somebody's yeah.
2: not, I've seen most of the Marvel films, I've kept up generally with the story as best I can, but it's not like I go and check on it afterwards. It, to me it seems really weird if you release any films after a film called Endgame mm. for which all the other films have been leading up to well, for the last From what my of
0: years. understanding is loosely is that it's, this is the end of this initial phase and so the likes of which Captain
2: Which has been Marvel, years exactly. anyway. But then
0: like Captain Marvel Black Panther Spider-Man they're all going to start the new, oh, so the new Avengers. Yeah, But I, start, kind of I, st- I started losing excitement for these films a
1: good few movies ago.
0: Mm. I just Infinity feel, War was good. I really enjoyed. Infinity I, War I hugely yeah. enjoyed Infinity War, and and for me, it's but still the best of the Marvel films. It does films. feel like these solo
1: films are just there to kind they're of fill it, the gap. You're right. And it's a real shame that they've let that happen. Mm. Yeah, I, I would
2: agree with you because actually, just briefly thinking back on the Marvel films I've seen and remember. I would say the first Avengers film.
0: Yeah, crack him. The,
2: the middle one, couldn't give a shit about. Third age one. Of, age of
0: Ultron. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, that ha- That's so, also got worse with age. Yeah, so
2: Infinity but War James and Spade Avengers, is yeah. I really enjoyed. I think because it was tying things together, lots going on, mm. and... Was actually, especially for the first one, and the really impressive how right? they did it. How how everyone had equal screen time. Yeah. it didn't feel like it was being shoved in. No. but no one could complain to be loud.
1: But these and are characters. These are fun. characters. These characters are really great. But but, 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 but,
2: but, like... but those films. And then for me, even if you think it's rubbish, uh, stuff like Thor: Dark World, <laughs> Ragnarok, Spook. and Captain Marvel, they might not be perfect films, but I had enjoyment out of those. Although I knew what yeah.
0: their limitations were, I just were. like it when that there's that like quirky, sense. like Iron Man three. I still think is one of the best MCU films because it does something different. I personally didn't buy into Ragnarok, and you can go back to one of the podcasts to find out why me and Dan didn't go mad on it. But I can understand why. <laughs> Tease. People, nice but I can plug. also understand why people enjoy it, you mm-hmm. know, because um, it's a little bit different. Can we talk briefly about Ben Mendelssohn? Yeah,
1: we do need to discuss well, Wonder well, Woman Wonder 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 as well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Ben Mendelsohn. Well, we
1: talked briefly about the bait and switch. Which I, I, I,
0: like, think, I, I liked, dish. I liked it. It was it a bit and- clunky. Yeah. But I it just thought sort his whole character and... was clunky. Yeah, like he is like, like very evil. Although he's Ben Mendelssohn, but I was
2: gonna say, <laughs> I was
0: so gonna say that I, I thought he was one of the, I thought he was <laughs> He was great. Director Krennic, but as if Director Krennic was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs>
2: what is so what's so funny is I didn't know Ben Mendelssohn was in this film, but I am mildly obsessed with him. I think he's amazing. He's such a good villain. Yeah. Alright, he's not
1: listening to <laughs> you. Can't prove that.
2: <laughs> he might be. Anyway, uh, but he's he's so good at playing a villain. So, But what was so funny was I recognised him as a green alien. Really? He opened his mouth and spoke. And there was an Australian accent, obviously, after he like, yeah. came out. Of, and I was like, oh, my God, is that Ben Mendelssohn? Yeah. And then I had to wait quite a long time. And then, obviously, that had kind of already spoiled the switch for me. Yeah. Because then he appeared as human. And I was like, hang on a second. You're not going to mm. be playing two characters.
1: Mm. But um, well, what's... What's great about the casting of Mendelssohn, I think, in that sense, is that we know Mendelssohn can do menacing evil very well. So when you're introduced to him as... Uh, Obsensively the villain, mm. and then he comes onto Earth and he is taking on the form of uh, Fury's boss. And, yeah. Uh, as in, and that's, and that's Mendelssohn in human form. It's like, okay, well, there's Sinister Evil Mendelssohn because he does that. That's what yeah. particularly a uh, good line in corporate evil. You know, yes. he's in the suit yeah, he and is the
0: glasses. I don't, and he... I
2: don't know, but I don't, he's not a particularly big guy or mm. anything, but he has the real, like, the menacing yeah. stare that don't cross but with me. Mendelssohn... And I look, shut and, and that
0: the slight suit. smirk that he has.
1: Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah. I am but actually can, so smart. But he can also yeah. do comedy very well yeah yeah so playing having him play both these things and having you think oh well this is mendelssohn being creepy sinister mendelssohn mm. and then it's like oh actually i'm just trying to get home and i'm this cat you know i'm just this i'm, I'm this
2: friendly neighborhood like...
0: aussie scroll and, and i don't like cats
2: or what,
1: what
0: are they what's the, the flerken it's, a, Fler- showing, it's flerken. a shame that they bury him under latex for so much though it's like what happens yeah, with how, um, so got to action, idris elba yeah. in star trek beyond yeah. they yeah. get these tremendous actors who are I, I, like Idris Elba, mm. who are very very nuanced faces,
2: you, you, you barely almost the eyes you couldn't even recognise. Yeah. Just the voice, makeup, it it just was, the voice.
0: Yeah. He does very well with what he's been given. And and
1: I mean, it's it, it, a it, very it,
2: uneven part. He
1: was the best once he, once you once uh, Talos comes out as. Who he really is and what yeah. he actually is doing, yeah. and they can they life the movie some. somewhat
0: It's, yeah. it's actually and, and Samuel L. Jackson is cracking. Like because it, we, we
2: need a minute. I feel like Samuel
0: let's... L. Jackson. But the thing about I mean the the, the cynic could turn around and say what well, he is just playing like Nick Fury is a role that he knows well. Yeah. But like he for me he he's great in this movie. Actors I, I make really their career
2: it. on playing themselves or a type of themselves. Mm. You don't have to be a great actor. To be a good like movie star, or a yeah, good yeah.
0: part of a film. Look at Jude Law. He, he
2: <laughs> so uh, this is Gosh, not. He's taking this a
0: real is, bashing, God. hasn't he? Sorry, Jude. It's
2: this
0: because is you not... didn't get the part of Dumbledore, <laughs> isn't it? This has really come back but to to bite. This
2: this is this is not me. Um, weighing in on samuel jackson's um acting talent. he's a good actor but in this he's doing nothing you wouldn't expect him no, to but it's very one of the mill but he does it really well and i would say he actually does it at the expense sometimes of captain marvel mm. and brie larson they're like we need a funny moment we need a moment for the audience to connect with maybe we've had a bit of a uh, bit in the script Let's just give it to him. Yeah. So actually, this is one of the best Marvel films for Nick Fury yeah, in true. quite a long while. And it's
0: funny, actually, bizarrely, that because they set up Captain Marvel's origin to be an enigma, don't they? Yeah. They mm. keep teasing this mystery, yeah. which I'll be honest, I didn't give, like, care no. at all Although about. I did
2: like that it was the early days of S.H.I.E.L.D., so yeah, I did like that, that you, you were learning it with But that's him. what I'm
0: saying, I kind of like that more. I like yeah. the more of like watching Fury become Nick yeah, Fury was, was more interesting yeah. to me. Um, and
2: hi, Clark Gregg, back again. Although yeah. uh, I will say on him, his CGI
0: was slightly. Yeah,
2: there were a couple of moments where his eyebrow slash eyes—you got a glimpse—that <laughs> <I>, no, <laughs> out sure. didn't work. That looked. We
0: brilliant. do need to talk about Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, go <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, think, yeah. let's yeah. talk about Wonder Woman, like as as a as a discussion, kind of in contrast to Captain Marvel. Mm. Um, I think it's a it's a more successful movie overall. I think
2: it has a better story. Arc. Mm. Captain Marvel has, has good elements to its story, which we've discussed, but uh Wonder Woman kind of it sets up the origin is is quite clear to follow. You understand it. Yeah. Also pretty good marks from a classical point of view. It's pretty on with the with the mythology for the Amazons. Mm. And it, it, it feeds That's why you're
1: here. <laughs> yeah. Top it marks feeds... are from the
0: classic yeah. scrub. <laughs> it, it
2: it feeds then well into She's
0: what... a classic scrub first, a woman second, ticked all to those boxes. <laughs>
2: But um, it, it, it feeds also then quite well into the World War One story, which seems weird. But it does.
0: I agree. I think that, and I find so that... So i
2: pointing into the... I don't know why I'm pointing during the distance. But especially
0: on radio. Yeah, uh, it really Gal, helps. Gal Gadot's um, Wonder Woman and, and Diana Prince is, for me, a more consistent character as well. Yeah, uh, she's, I enjoy you're her more.
2: grounded. Would that, would that be the word? I um, feel like... She's
0: more... She's considered. more... Considered considered yeah and she's much more uh she's much more committed i think i think that captain marvel is a bit of a bag of ideas they want her to be this they want her to be that yeah. they want her to be the other whereas whereas wonder woman is what she yeah professes she's to much
2: be. more sincere as well yeah. But she's, she's
0: thought yeah she's she's first film thought with
2: a bit less comedy yeah it's comedy from the situation but she she's you know she's not pompous mm. necessarily she just she comes from a very specific um, world. And so when she goes out into the, the human culture. world, she's just she is who she is. Yeah. They don't really make a joke out of it so much, other than like, um, you know, like a cosmetically wardrobe and stuff, and the fact that it's. But she's
0: unabashedly that character, and that's yeah. what I like
1: about her. I suppose they couldn't do the fish out of water stuff with Captain Marvel because they already did that with Thor, and it wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't work as well, even though that also would also funnier. they yeah.
2: if they done too, Having said they didn't make too much fish out of water with with um, Wonder Woman. If they didn't. They only did it in the fact that obviously she was going into a reasonably repressed setting for for women. But they just, they didn't yes, make the comedy yeah. out, I think if they'd made comedy out of that, I would have had an issue mm. it's fair enough that if you're like rocking up in 1918 wearing a little mini skirt and that they're, they're going to be a bit like oh you need to be the gender
0: kid. politics of Wonder Woman is slightly out in the fact that the first man that she ever meets she falls desperately <laughs> yeah. in love with also yeah. I will just
2: say when, when they add the glasses as well I mean thank god for Lucy Davis's character being like yeah just chuck glasses on that yeah. makes all the difference just knowing at least
1: so like knowing. Nice. Yeah. Um, it is yeah. Wonder Woman falls she apart. actually
2: she allows she kind of forgives a lot of the issues with that scene that, that could have yeah
1: mm. it falls apart towards the end though
0: doesn't it oh the final like, oh, oh, yeah no and,
2: oh god David Thewlis is actually
0: is god of war. Two, David Thewlis is like one of the greatest actors ever but
2: it's such embarrassing casting it's mm. I, I, I don't know what it is but Ares, obviously is he, he's yeah Ares a yeah, 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 so god of war that is that is not like I have looked at lots of vases and you and you things. missed out on that
0: role as well Dan didn't you I did yeah because you are Ares aren't you you've been Ares for the last few years if
2: David Thewlis can be why not?
0: I mean, that's true enough, actually, then. I mean, <laughs> no, it's anyway. a good point. It's a good point. No, no made. He, cause not, he,
2: worked, he, he worked well before, obviously, the reveal of him being Aries. Yeah. I can't remember his character was called even, but he, Lord,
0: like, he's Lord, Lord, something. He Lord, Lord something. He, Lord, Lord, something?
2: something. He, <laughs> he works well. He works well as the like corporate parliamentary body yeah. person who might be a, you know I thought maybe he would end up being on the evil side but not actually be Ares isn't it
1: quite obvious he's the bad guy from very early <sighs> on they try to they, they push too hard that it's I Danny think, Houston no, I
2: think I I, I uh, did figure it out early that yeah. it was then shown but I then just
1: we've, we've seen too many of these films that it becomes the whole like, becomes yeah, the yeah, the a formula isn't there yeah.
2: the CGI-ness his, even the way he was like Diana it's yeah.
1: just
0: really thanks I mean, it, was,
2: it was that convincing right
0: yeah. or not yeah. uh, mm, yeah. Wonder Woman's got a, a very very good first act uh, it's got a couple of stitches missing perhaps but it's mostly very good I, I know um, it's probably become a cliche now but I love the No Man's Land sequence I, re- I, mm. I do you know what I loved about Wonder Woman is that she became Wonder Woman in yeah. this film and mm. in Batman v Superman you've got a Superman that doesn't really want to be Superman which is totally against the character you've got a Batman that's 20 years into the role and very jaded. But Wonder Woman became that character. Mm. You know, she puts on the um the tiara, you hear the work, the music start and she goes exactly Junkie true. XL music. Mother
2: has good music actually mostly, but that was But she big, goes
0: really over over the top mm. and then she walks towards those machine guns and you're like, "Yes, she's going to do it." And she protects the men and stuff like that. And that has that those moments that the DCEU well this is a large conversation we're not going to have the DCEU doesn't have those role call moments you know the characters don't become the characters because often they already are them or they're a subversion or they're a remix you know if you think about Henry Cavill's Superman if you think about Jared Leto's Joker if you think about um, Jason Momoa's um, Aquaman they never really become well perhaps Aquaman does um, he becomes the traditional version of Aquaman but it's a remix what I loved about Wonder Woman is that she became that character she embodied that character so beautifully in things like the no man's land sequence for, it's just for me a, 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 a dodgy third act aside and it is yeah. fairly um, I, but i think
2: i think most people would say that because i remember watching it in cinema number one having my epiphany of like oh yeah this was a long time coming and actually mm. i am really passionate about it now i'm sitting here watching a film yeah. with a female superhero but i do also very clearly remember when this whole third act thing was starting and it was a fight against Ares. there were audible sniggers mm. In, in the screening yeah, you're right. and uh, I mean that from I was, blow try- from I was trying, gonna, trying not to but I was thinking it's going to take on someone from yeah, that's the Israeli military right. idea did
0: no no but it war. it was very just like,
2: sorry sorry, David but it just it was very
1: Wonder boring. Woman Almost does happen to Danny Houston's character isn't he killed he, isn't oh I
2: um, get... oh, literally saw this a few days ago I can't remember <laughs> sure. she, she kills him doesn't she yeah, she, kills she kills him in yeah. like the watchtower watch
0: I think I'll tell you another thing that off. Wonder Woman yeah. does really well though is that it does well out of the fact that all of those other movies were like cack <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> right? I will, I will Relative, say she, he was isn't isn't it was a low bar Captain Marvel to, is yeah. relatively yeah. poor
0: in terms of the things that we've seen yeah
2: but then also Marvel has thrown a lot more crap at the wall to see if it will stick
0: true True. yeah. DC, less so. I think that might take us to Bob's. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's a very good place to round things yeah. up. So yeah. let's go Captain Marvel first. Uh, Tori, I think it's right that you begin. Um, Bob's.
2: Just
0: out of five. So yeah. oh, you've been on the show. Come on. <sighs> I know.
2: I know. D- I
0: assume that you listen every month.
2: <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just reminding myself, and I'm assuming I'm yeah, not yeah, allowed yeah. half. Thanks yeah. for yeah.
0: reminding yourself live on air. <laughs> <laughs> Bre- Brexit hasn't touched the one-room view well, okay. show. Yet. Um,
2: <laughs> um I always—I I swear I know halves aren't allowed, but I'm always asking just in case. No because half, still
0: no ah. halves no, no half measures.
2: Right, okay, well, to counter to counter what you're going to say, I'm going to Ooh. go for a low
1: four. Okay, it's a solid three bob film. It's three bob. Um, it's a perfectly these films. I mean, you, you can sit back, you can turn your brain off, you can you can eat some popcorn while they're on. Um, you can enjoy the uh, the Easter eggs and be you know just sit there and be like, God, I need end game now. Mm. But, it, you know, it's a perfectly good... I, I, hope, I hope maybe they gets a good sequel and... Uh, or I hope that actually she becomes a more interesting character
0: in Endgame, with any mm. luck. It's funny, isn't it? Just before I deliver my uh, my, my Crushing blow! What well, you said then is that actually you're f- we find more and more that these characters actually... These solo outings aren't anywhere near as interesting as the team-ups. Mm. So, like, Captain Marvel, for me, will probably be more interesting when she's got people to play yeah. with the same thing happened to Doctor Strange and I know that yeah. this is kind of blasphemy but the same thing happened for Black Panther I find Black Panther far more interesting in Civil War and Infinity War I just War. think you know, that they, they, they have to be I I think they
2: have to when you've got to fit so many iconic characters who potentially had their own films or are going to have their own films mm. into one and they've got to ha- certain things have to happen certain discussions have to it just means that they have to be so much more disciplined Nina, in right. their writing and they have to have to be really uh, think of the essence of the character and distill It into those films, and that's actually much harder to do. I would have thought, and that's
0: why I'm gonna have to give this film to Bob because I was just bored throughout it. I'm looking forward to the films that it's kind of setting up, and I do put it in the same echelon as like Doctor Strange, which is like I'm sure that the character is gonna grow, but this film was very bland and and forgettable for me. Happy International Woman's Day, Wonder Woman. (laughs) Oh, yeah, let's do Wonder Woman. I forgot about that, yeah. Um, I'd like Tori to stop because I'm still mulling between two.
1: I say
2: I am a barometer am I? Yeah. Um, I, I, I will I will probably again go for low four Bob. Mm. I'm I'm, very, I'm a three and a half. I it's weird. So, I know about get these. Out I know out, get out of but here But it's really hearts. funny when I'm watching a film I'm always like I try not to be too much of an arsehole and be like it's a one or a two. Yeah. But you know when you kind of know you're like this is a two or you're like, oh, I'm blown away, this might be four or five, yeah. but I so often go to films and enjoy them, but I see their limitations, and, and so I'm therefore... like, oh, I'm so in the middle, but I am going to go low four, because especially compared to the rest of the films that DC have done.
1: I think, I mean, like, it's a shame about that fight, that third act in Wonder yeah. Woman, it really does let it down. Um, you know, the general plotting is a little weak, but again, a solid three-bob film. Yeah. Um but I think champions three-bob, with, with the caveat that this film is actually... The Henry caveat. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> with the caveat that the, the, this is a, a better three-bob film than Captain Marvel. I think Wonder Woman does just yeah, peg uh, Mar- Marvel Carol Danvers to the poster. Just uh, ever so slightly. Uh, i watched Wonder Woman again before I saw... Before I see Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. I could have... Be, don't, mm. don't see Captain Marvel again for a while.
0: Yeah, I, um, I'm going to uh, join forces here with Dan... And say I'm going to give it a three bob. However, I gave it four the first time I watched it, mm. but it hasn't got that rewatchability. And the more you, the more I watch it, the more I realise I love the first two acts and that final act totally yes. Yeah. When back. I was
2: rewatching it last week, I thought exactly that. As I really yeah. if you haven't it. seen it
0: before, you'll probably enjoy it en- enough for it to be a four bob yes. film. If you're rewatching yes. it, it, is a it's a three bob film. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah,
2: good three
0: bob. Well, thanks, Tori. We'll see you again in about six years.
2: Yeah, great. I think it was five actually.
0: Yeah, fair so, enough. yeah. see
2: you in what 2024?
0: thanks Thanks, bye bye Bye. some film (laughs) news reload it
1: thank you yes so um, thanks again to Tori see you cheers Tori
0: Something new reloading. There's so much more we could have done with though, that the discussion. There's I lots think.
1: more we could have talked about. It's a yeah. shame that we,
0: we've got time limits here, though, yeah. for God's sake. Podcast that one room with a um, view though. We'd love to know your views on it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure... I mean, we, we all know what we're going to be recording on next month. I'm sure we'll probably bring up something then, at least. <laughs> um, we can always come back to it. Yeah. It's fine. We can uh, always come back. But
1: now, you are going to talk to us about... Leaving Neverland, Dan. Yeah, uh, I
0: feel the, the 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 long-awaited sequel to Finding Neverland. I <laughs> mean, or just Peter Pan. Uh, yeah, I'm sure the listener and I'm sure you know about this film. Dan. What, like before, I kind of review this film and tell you a little bit more. What do you know about this? That's a good question. Uh,
1: so this film I know is 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 surrounded by uh, controversy. Mm. Essentially, um, it's about it's about Michael Jackson. Well, it's about Michael Jackson's. Victims, yeah, you know, the, the people who have, uh, who have accused um, Michael Jackson of of sexual assault and, and molesting them as children, and this is their story. This is their story. You're absolutely right. So it... it's caused something of a stir because a lot of people did not want to accept or believe that Michael Jackson is a paedophile or was a paedophile.
0: I this, say. this is this is the core of the story. This is a four hour documentary uh, that was that was. ...produced by HBO in America... Mm. ...it premiered at um, Sundance uh, a few weeks ago... ...and Channel 4... ...I'm not sure if it was necessarily a co-production with Channel 4... ...but Channel 4 in the UK bought the rights to it... ...or at least were financiers at the beginning... ...and so they showed it this last week at time of recording... ...it premiered across two nights... ...which is exactly the same as the HBO premiere... uh, ...and two hours and two hours... ...and as you said it is a fairly um, forensic look... ...in that it goes very very deeply... Doesn't really offer any outside evidence other than testimonial, but I think that's kind of its strength as a film. Mm. Uh, and it and it follows the anecdotal stories of uh, Wade Robson and James Safechuck, who are two men who allege that Michael Jackson abused them when they were from uh, from the ages of seven to fourteen, and then from the ages of eleven onwards. Mm. Yeah, so um, they, they were documented people in Jackson's life. These are not people who've just turned up and made the story up necessarily. Yeah. But they are people like uh, Wade, who's Austra- a young Australian boy who won a competition and ended up meeting Michael Jackson. Because of that competition, he was a very accomplished dancer from a very young age and tried to emulate Michael Jackson. Um, James Safechuck is a, uh, a boy who did youth modelling and was involved in a Pepsi commercial, which then resulted in um, a relationship with Michael Jackson. Yeah.
1: Right. Um, so... You've seen all four hours. I've seen all four hours now, yep. Um, this is a... Um, it's a fascinating subject. It's a sensitive subject. Yeah. Um, we are now, what, we're, we're ten years since Jackson Almost exactly died. ten years. He yep. died
0: in June, June 2009. Oh. And I remember that because it was the final year of my... Uh, sorry, the final um, month of my first year at university. And I had tickets to the This Is It show. Oh. And uh, I can remember just thinking... Because... Like, I think everyone remembers where they were when Michael Jackson died. Can you remember, like, hearing the news? Uh, I do. I was in my kitchen... Yeah. Uh, chatting to a girl I fancied on, on MSN Messenger.
1: Really? Well, and the <laughs>
0: yeah. news came through there. I can just remember being in. I remember going back and grabbing. Um, I can't remember. I was grabbing something in my halls of residence and the news came through, and then obviously, like, loads of people turned around going, Ain't going to see that show now, are you? Because people have been jealous to manage managed to get tickets and all this kind of stuff. And it, it Like looked, they've won. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and it was. It was just very strange. The world stood still for a moment. Michael Jackson. Died. It's a big
1: deal. But let's not. I mean, there's been rumors and jokes for years. Of
0: course, even whilst, before I
1: mean, he was before he died, and in the ten years since, yeah, he went through two separate
0: court cases. Yeah, the, the, this both of which was, are documented, by the way, in this um, documentary. Yeah, that
1: he was a man that, that molested um, young boys. Mm.
0: The um, fascinating thing about this documentary, though, is that we hear this. I mean the The documentary as a whole, but obviously the bifurcated parts both come with trigger warnings because the detail in which the two men go through, like um, convey, Mm. uh, and the the allegations they make are incredibly explicit to a very distressing level. It isn't the it's not euphemistic. They they say in explicit detail what they did to Michael Jackson or allegedly what they did to Michael Jackson and what he allegedly did to them. Do you think that helps? Yes, I do think it helps because I think regardless of what you believe about Michael Jackson and these allegations, your comment there before really, really sums up what what Michael Jackson isn't a man. He's a myth. Mm. He's a modern day legend. You know, he's an icon. I, I can't think of anyone in my lifetime who has been as famous or even close to as famous, even when like the the directioners and the Justin Bieber's and all this kind of stuff, they don't they don't get anywhere near Michael Jackson and his and his fame and his infamy. Uh What's fascinating about this documentary is that you do get the testimonials from the two but you get them also from their family members, so we spend a lot of time with their mothers in particular, right. and in the second half we begin to um, spend time with their wives as well, which is really fascinating. Do, do, are any of the, I mean, who else is involved in this documentary? Are, do, do, no one from the Jackson side. No Jacksons? Nope, and Dan Reed, who directed the film, has said that was purposeful, because he said A, what what are they going to say to you? It's going to be the exact same party line that they've towed for years, Yeah, yeah that's, but uh, B, it's the victim. Tim's story, yeah, and you know if this and I mean this is the story, this is the line that always comes back to is that Michael Jackson was quite open about his relationships with these boys. He obviously vehemently denied the sexual side of it, but yeah. the hand holding the sleeping beds, all that kind of stuff was well known and and he held his hands up to it um and I think the thing is is that people and the mothers say this as well, it's like you know but it was Michael Jackson, but if it had been any other businessman. Yeah, the story would be different. So I'm,
1: I'm, I'm reminded. I, I have obviously, uh, I've seen reactions to the films. Things, yeah. I've seen reactions to the
0: films mainly. Well, I haven't
1: actually seen any clips from. Oh, okay, well. It, but I have seen people reacting to things. You know, it's people. basically a talking head documentary,
0: mm. you know.
1: And I think it was uh, Louis Threw tweeted, um, if you can't see that Michael Jackson was a paedophile after watching um, uh, Leaving Neverland, uh, you're being willfully blind, and. If you are campaigning against it, you are actively colluding in the silencing of victims. Now that is quite a bold claim, but and and from a, a, such a, a established documentarian as as Theroux, mm. um that is a bold claim. It is a it is a strong assessment
0: of the film. What do you do? You is agree hard. with it? it's I mean, it very do you... difficult because the the case against the film and the allegers... Uh, are are the, the story has kind of changed a few times, and that Michael Jackson has, in a court of law, been found not guilty. Mm. Although, actually, they do mention that there's a juror who speaks very briefly in this film who says that I was definitely of the opinion that Michael Jackson was a paedophile yeah. and that what he did, he did abuse boys, but the case didn't prove it in this, in yes, this I Yes, mean, the, the, the uh, justice and the law is a, is a, is a tricky mm. tricky thing. And, um, w- and Wade, who is one of the now people who is involved in yes, this film, yes, he yeah. actually testi- um, testified for Jackson saying no, he never did this, mm. and both of them have repeatedly gone on record to say Michael Jackson never did this, There's, he, he never yes. acted untoward. So now people are saying, "Well, you said this once." Their rebuttal to that is quite a sophisticated and eloquent one, which is, "I was seven years old. I was eleven years old when this abuse was going, and I was totally in love with Michael Jackson. And yeah. you would do anything for someone that you yeah, love." Yeah, yeah, no, I,
1: I, I agree. But there, I mean, also, like, I, I don't want to get into a position of let's analyze this and, and, and mm. come here, come to a conclusion here on the podcast. Sure, you know of not, course, absolutely think Michael not. Michael Jackson is a paedophile, absolutely not. not. But th- 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 this is about a this is about a, a grown man, a single man. Yep. Yeah spending time with young boys sleeping in their beds and 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 having them sleep in his bed having them sleep in his bed that is not that is not the behaviour of an innocent person who is is, and you know
0: what what's interesting and what's interesting about this movie is the first half of it is all about the sexual abuse and the grooming yeah it's all about the grooming which leads into into very very explicit sexual abuse Um, the second half is basically what the ramifications of that were yeah and these men are quite obviously psychologically destroyed. Uh, I won't give you, I think you should um, experience the film organically, but their lives are like just in pieces by the end. And, and even if he wasn't a paedophile, what he did and the effect that he had on them and their families is mm. like irrefutable. There is one particular sequence in which uh, the, mo- uh, the mother of, of Wade um, shows um they show these faxes and like for a 33 year old man to be sending thousands of faxes to a seven-year-old boy and spending seven eight hours on the phone at any one time maybe he wasn't a paedophile and as you said it's not our place here to be sitting in judgment on the podcast but the, these are the actions of a of a deeply warped and yeah. and wildly socially dislocated person. Yes. It's oh, a fascinating it's a fascinating documentary about the consequences of fame and power. If if even if it even if its allegations are forthright and unsubstantiated by empirical evidence. I think that what's odd is that we now live in a world in which we say you know one should always find truth in in victims you know we should always believe because for too long there's been this narrative that's been perpetuated that that people who are raped and sexually abused and all this kind of stuff there's you know people didn't believe them there was reputations and things like that now for people to turn around and for these two men to kind of come forward and and then for us to be so like oh well it was michael jackson i love beat it i love the bad album i can't i can't give up my culture and i can't give up this chapter in my life what do these men have to gain by by making it up, by lying about this? Well, they, the people have said money, but I just wonder... I don't know. I think that there's a difference between blackmail and there's a difference between extortion. And then people are saying, you know, it's very... You know, isn't it convenient because it's the 10-year anniversary and all of this kind of stuff? And I, I suppose the cynical part, you could say yes. But, like, you're going on record for the rest of your life with this stuff. And yeah. the details in which they give... Uh, I mean, so, I mean, again, so speaking it's of someone very who, speaking of who's not seen it, and
1: so perhaps you can, like, just ag- ag- agree or disagree, but, you know, another uh, reaction or consequence of this film is that James L. Brooks has come out and said the that Simpson they episode, are pulling yeah. that Simpsons episode, which he guest starred in, from syndication and from broadcast in America, but that is never going to be shown on television again because of this documentary. And he cites, monstrous evidence, is what, there's a quote he used monstrous yeah, he, evidence in this documentary
0: he says, uh, James L. Brooks said the other day that um, he doesn't believe in book burning however yes, this so is our book on, and we, we can remove can a chapter remove a of it and you know this will feed into the same discussion Dan that so many of these allegations uh, breed which is, you know the R. Kelly case is going on at the moment, Woody Allen has been mired in controversy for years and it's always coming back to this notion of can you divorce the art from the artist I can't give you a universal answer for that but what I can say to you is that after watching this documentary, I'd feel uncomfortable listening to that music again, mm. because the the seed of doubt has been sown, and I do champion this new wave of disposition, which is, we must believe victims. Absolutely. We must believe victims and these stories, and that Michael Jackson was in a tremendous position of... Uh, sorry, he was in a position of tremendous power yeah. and influence, and... I think that, I mean, what more evidence do you want? These two people have gone into this detail, etc. And, you know, I I ask you to watch it and make your own own minds up. I will, I will. But don't be blind to it. And, you know, I'm sure that this is only going to cause more conversation regarding this debate.
1: (laughs) Awards. Yes. So um,
0: award season is
1: nearly over. Thank God! I think uh... <laughs> Do you
0: know I enjoy it every year. I look forward to it every year, but I'm just so glad it's over. Uh, it yeah, is the, kind of the... like the film World Cup, isn't it? No, <laughs> something, something of like that. You want to put that. It that way. So
1: let's start off. Elephant in the room. Uh, Green Book mm. has won Best Picture. Yeah, becoming a legend. Supposedly, and <laughs> quite possibly, I agree with this. The most contentious winner of Best Picture since Crash.
0: I probably agree with that, yeah. And it's a shame because it kind of brings what was a really great run for the academy to a fairly shuddering halt. I feel like this is the film world's equivalent of
1: voting Trump in.
0: Yeah, I can kind of agree with that. It's this sort of odd thing. It's the final,
1: uh, and I I mean, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be uh, uh, exaggerating and and, and use hyperbole here. You know, this like this is, I'm not. Uh, saying that
0: they're the same, mm, but I can kind of understand your formula <laughs> but there. It
1: is the and and, and and anonymous producers have been quoted as saying, "Oh yeah, I voted for Green Book because I'm, I've had enough of all this
0: uh, well, you know, like, woke stuff." Yeah, I was going to say like I, I, pop, conservative to...
1: populism. Yeah, I yeah. Suppose so you know the the, re- the Republicans in Hollywood. Let's this go is back their, to the old days. This is their this is the these are the the, the final death throes of some of the old white men who feel threatened mm. in Hollywood by saying, "No, this is this is our last stand." the last bastion we're going to put Green Book in yeah this is a you know, and and yes it ticks a lot of Oscar boxes but as you say they were making there, there seemed to be a lot of progress and still progress being made the three three of the four acti- uh, acting category winners were people of colour yep which is great and the other was, was the Queen herself Olivia Colman mm. um, and obviously the best director was Alfonso Cuadron again or, uh, yes so, Yeah. Um yeah what is it there's some mad statistic about like how I think sort of Six out of the seven
0: last best direct the director winners have all be Mexican. Yeah. Um, yeah, fascinating. The three amigos themselves in <laughs> yeah. uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, Quaron. Yeah. Um, this is the second Oscar-winning film after um, director after Gravity, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he won
1: best, but best cinematographer as mm. well um, this well, year. I mean, is so that,
0: like we're seeing.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's another no, totally another chat. Um, so we're seeing some great. Some great strides being made, but then, mm. as I say, so this felt so green book in a night of like wonderful surprises yeah, and, and so many, so, safe. so many historic firsts being made. Mm. Um There was still this kind of ugly, as I say, like it just just a scrambling almost by a certain subset of of uh, of, types types of thinking in, specific types in of Hollywood thinking. that it was like, well, we're going to get you know, this needs to happen, yeah, um, before, it, before we lose all sense of sense of uh, pr- tradition and pomp and ceremony.
0: Um, you're right. And it was it was a, it was, was an evening of surprises in some ways. You know, like the fact that this was the first uh, hostless Oscars since the infamous one where it basically murdered everyone's career with that musical number of like 87 or 88 or whatever it was. Um, and it went seemingly quite well, you know, like... Uh, it's certainly the most smoothly running. I don't think they need a host ever again. I yeah. think it
1: worked incredibly well. I think well. it
0: worked incredibly well as well. You know, they kind of kept it... To time, which was nice, because these these are arbitrary these awards, you know. Like, how does one classify what art is better hmm. than other art? Um, yeah, best picture I think should have gone to Roma. But this is a this is an award ceremony where Bohemian Rhapsody was nominated, so uh, it was just everywhere, wasn't it? And I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody, I think uh, what a dreadful movie that is. Generally, I'm I'm really surprised. I'm even more. Su- I mean, I, I I don't know what Rami Ma- Malik has got over people. He seems quite charming in interviews and things like that. I, mean, I thought he's... Freddie Mercury performance was. Mostly he
1: played. A... He played a real life character. Yeah, and the they seem to love Academy that. Academy don't loves they? that. Um,
0: mm. Best director. I, I. I. think it's fascinating about this, like the what the conversation that Roma has, has beget back into the into um, the zeitgeist, which is you know can Netflix win um, things? Mm. It, 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 it's annoyed Spielberg. Hasn't it? Spielberg's annoyed about it, uh, which I think is. I think that's. Kind of patronising to me He to definitely voted for Green Book, didn't he? He Spielberg. definitely voted for Green Book. But uh, the 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 notion being put forward there, I think a it's quite. I think it's quite a a blase thing to just throw out when the likes of Martin Scorsese, the Cohen brothers, Alfonso Cuaron are endorsing these things. It feels very like old school, angry. Mm. It, it reminds me of that Grandpa. Um, Simpson part, you know, old man, yeah, shouts, old man cloud. shouts at yeah
1: I, cloud. Yeah, 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 I thought
0: that 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 was very much so it, it seems <laughs> bothering, and also like that that idea that you're a billionaire Spielberg and I presume that you probably don't pay to see any films because you're Steven Spielberg and you can probably play these films in your IMAX theatre in probably your ranch but for the average punter in London who's knocking out 18 quid, Netflix is, I mean Netflix isn't perfect it's not a perfect platform but Roma is brilliant it's gorgeous and yeah. I loved the fact that alright it would have been nice to have seen it on the big screen but I also loved the fact that I could watch it mm. at home um, and you
1: still they did have a limited release in You Post did have, have a limited you release could, yeah. you could still go and see Roma in, in cinemas it's an odd it's an odd position for Spielberg to take and it's a very it's a very elitist position it is As a you very say, elitist Nef- and it's so out, Netflix out of Netflix really levels the uh, levels the playing field mm. somewhat and just opens it Opens the cinema up to the people in a way. You're you're
0: trying to change these rules in the academy. You know that loads of these academy um, members just play them on DVD because they get the foot for your consideration. What's the difference? Oh Is yeah, 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 we'll It's be, ridiculous! Yeah. I don't know
1: how many. Yeah, the academy all get sent these DVDs. But members of BAFTA all get sent the, exactly. get sent the nominees to watch. Easily. I
0: was yeah. kind of mostly annoyed by the Oscars, which I usually am. To be <laughs> honest with you, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have um, given Best Picture to Green Book. I would have given Best Director to Alfonso Cuaron. I wouldn't have given Rami Malek Best Actor. I think Brad, I, I, I don't know what Bradley Cooper did to annoy people. It's weird because he was like nominated for everything. Do you Remember, like. A few years ago, he just kind of seemed... He was always being nominated for anything he did. And now the one year that he kind of deserved... He should have won Best Actor. He should have been nominated for Best Director for A Star Is Born. It was a weird snub. It was a weird snub. I love Olivia Coleman, and never... I mean, I... Peep show is one of the few things that I was in at the ground floor on and I've always got such an affection for that show Yeah, and as much as I love Olivia Coleman, I definitely would not have given her best actress. I like the fact she got nominated and I think it would have done it. I actually think that her being nominated would have done more for her career than the win that she's received. Okay. I think that she perhaps would have got more roles because people would have gone, yeah, she she could be nominated, she could be nominated for it, she could win. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I think that I would have personally given it to um, Yelitsa Aprizio the woman who was in Roma. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, That's fair enough. Mahashala Ali is a safe pair of hands, but I. Was very charmed by Richard E. Grant on the um, on the circuit. I would like to have seen him. He win. broke
1: all the rules, though. You're not supposed to be that
0: enthusiastic about wanting to win. Yeah, perhaps you're <laughs> right. And you know, we spoke about if Bill Street could talk. It was lovely to see uh, Regina King actually win Best Supporting Actress, even though I probably would have given it to Rachel Weisz. Uh For me, the biggest shock of the night was that Green Book won Best Original Screenplay. Though, like, even I think I was more surprised about that even more so than Best Picture. Um, I mean, it was was it was it. It was Bohemian Rhapsody and Green Book that went away with the most awards. Quite possibly, which I think is an indictment of what what the current state of <laughs> affairs is. But lots of little t- like the not that I, w- I you know like the fact that they were kind of making out there were some awards that mean less than others. They were going to put cinematography on during the adverts yeah, and God knows what else. Nonsense. It was just it was so shambolic. But then even little things that surprised me, like um, the fact that uh, Infinity War I thought was pretty much bolt, um, bolted on for. The uh, best special effects, yeah, and of course it lost out to um, First Man. I can't be annoyed about that because no. I actually thought there were the. But it was little yeah, yeah, things yeah, yeah. like yeah, that yeah. where well, I felt quite say, call let,
1: it. Let, Let's talk about. I mean, there were some great moments as well, despite the shambolic planning and, mm. and the possibility. Yeah, it, could kind, of, it kind of went there well great,
0: in spite of itself.
1: That you know, we had the first uh, we had the first black woman win an
0: Oscar for production design. Yeah, of course. Um, we had. Uh, um, yeah, Ruthie Carter has been, I think, nominated a few times before as well. Yeah. she's got tremendous style. Spike one. Lee finally won something. But Spike Lee, just I loved his Oscars. Possibly,
1: because... been, I'm, I'm not sure. I can't remember any time in history where someone has won a competitive Oscar after being
0: given an honorary one. Mm. Well, I, I mean, he, I, I don't know if you've seen the press, like tried to walk out when Green Book got yeah, um, yeah, no, I've read about yeah, and then just put his back and then of course there was the very famous like now post-Oscars interview yeah not his cup of tea not his cup of tea are you British not his cup yeah. of tea kind of thing yeah but it was you know I I wonder if the Oscars are relevant anymore and I think it's a conversation that critics have every year like clockwork pre and post ceremony and I think this is the first year for a, for a long time where I have bought into that like I just think that these I don't think that these these awards do mean anything to me anymore you know um I think that they are—they exist for headlines where it's like first X yeah. wins X. So like Black Panther, for example. You know, like Black Panther um, is, a, is a good Marvel movie. I don't think it's a great Marvel movie, but it meant something because it got nominated for Best Picture. Soon we may well have a superhero movie that wins Best Picture and then it'll be the first superhero movie that ever wins. I wonder if it's now just... The, as you said I pretty much introduced this segment is it this old bastion of people that are very gradually being horsewhipped into the future <laughs> and, the, and the headlines that leak out from that process I don't know
1: tune in next year we'll find out then
0: yeah <laughs> Right, so, housekeeping. We don't have a jingle for that. No, never have, never will. A bumper episode, Dan. It's certainly... Been um, a lot on. Yeah, it's been a lot going on. We've got another podcast coming out next month. Yes, as always. We're going to be doing Avengers Endgame, um, although I'd like us to keep the sum film old. Oh, I'm very excited about this. This is... uh, This this was your
1: suggestion. It's really left field. Mm. uh, An unusual choice, but a... uh, a great film
0: yeah I'm looking forward to it and we can Uh, definitely confirm that that conversation will go on probably will be a slightly bumper some film film old, some film new Mm. so do tune into that towards the end of April Dan and I will have just been coming back from our uh, trips across Asia together so bear with us during that time other than that do go and follow the blog the website Uh, one room review so um, Captain Marvel has also been reviewed for the
1: website by by Steph Watts so do go and read her review and what she thought about it in comparison to um,
0: Christopher's damning verdict. www.1roomwithaview.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at One Room With A View. That's Numerical One. Like us on Facebook, One Room With A View. Uh, I think we're on Instagram. We're, we're everywhere. everywhere. We're, everywhere. we're everywhere. in your brains already. We're Absolutely. Uh, but I think other than that, Dan, we'll see you next month. Cheerio.